oceans. Two oceans will begin. Wait, what did you say? What did you say to me? We own you. You don't own me, punk. I work with your father, all right? The owner of the car, did you, did you kill him or what? No. You sure as hell fucked up his dog. <laughs> you fucked up his dog, that's what you did. You yeah. fucked up his dog. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> oh, look at you. It's great. You're gonna come into my shop and you're gonna pull a gun on me. That's great, man. Come on. Now, you, you kill me right now, or you get the fuck out of my shop. Vigo is not gonna like this. But you know what Vigo likes or doesn't like? I'll tell you something, he's gonna understand. Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and witty colleague Scrumpy, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we catch up on movie news and recent viewing. This is the Two Oceans Podcast, so dig into your stash of gold and weapons, check into the Continental, as we begin episode 23. Right. Episode 23. Woohoo! Right, so let's, uh, I guess we're going to kick off with the movie news. We got more than movie news. We got some television news that's pretty interesting. So it looks like we're going to get a new series of King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, a new series. Not, not I a tell you what. <laughs> um, yeah, still just as valid. And apparently it's going to be set uh, set now. So Bobby's going to be bigger. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know much beyond that, but yeah, I don't know it. much more beyond that. I, I I trust the people behind it to right. uh, to keep it keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had a good thing. They just you know decided to stop. Yeah, it's better to stop as before it burns out. Right. Right. Speaking of same basic group though. Uh, Shortly here, what next week? I think the new season of uh, Beavis and Butthead premieres oh. as well. Oh, really? Oh, so Mike, it's all Mike Judge time now. Apparently, it's Mike Judge time. Yeah, it it would be a good time for an Idiocracy sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're living that here. Well, I think States. we're living it. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Least, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's too. It's now it'd be a documentary. And uh, just kind of sneaking into the Star Wars stuff, and we've both uh, seen the trailer for the new Visions, which Season I two. think is one of the more exciting things that uh, you know Disney are doing. Uh, the more experimental side, I, I should Actually, say. Actually, yeah, creative doesn't have to adhere to pretty much any story. Yeah, set it in any time, <laughs> any Anytime, style, any characters, any style, anything's up for grabs. Yeah, yeah, it's good. What was your favorite out of the first series, by the way? Uh, there was the, the very traditional, uh, the black and whitish one with the, the, the Ronin like Jedi collecting the mm, yeah. Sith crystals, saber crystals from, uh, that, that was really good. And the, uh, gosh, it's been a bit, been a minute since I've seen them, but the, I, well, I, the one that I really enjoyed was the one with the master and the apprentice. Mm-hmm. It, 
time when they thought the Sith were extinct and they stumble across one. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. That and the, I think it was the last one where they brought them all together. Yeah. You thought all these people that were the good guys are actually the bad guys. And uh, yeah, that was really well done. But I enjoyed most of them, even, you know, even if they even if they failed, I appreciated them for what they tried to achieve. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I had the same thing. And what, watching the trailer, it seems like, if anything, there's even more variety in the different styles that they're going for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're able to branch out to get. Yeah. I mean, including, you know, somebody like Ardman. Yeah. Uh, in the mix. <laughs> so, you know, it'll be hilarious. Uh, big teeth. Which, yeah, exactly. And big teeth. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, it's something that, uh, Star Wars has gotten better at, but, you know, still needing to include a good sense of humor. Mm. Um, it's been kind of hit and miss, you know, outside of Han Solo, you know, a lot of it was, I mean, he was the comic, you know, yeah. in the original story. <laughs> well, we, well, I mean, th- th- there's a series that I, I wish they would continue probably in, in a TV series format would work better for the solo stories, I think. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just untold things to mine there, like right. Yeah, there's a lot to mine between what happened in that last movie and uh, you know the beginning of New Hope. And when we meet them, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. And uh, I, I know that I just, you know there's still talks with uh, Donald Glover as, as in a Lando series. Yeah. So no. At the same time, which would be great too. I mean, there was a lot I enjoyed about the Han Solo movie. There, 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 were, there, were some, there, were, there were a few bits that I thought were completely unnecessary, mostly really terrible dialogue <laughs> um, that, that I felt, yeah, brought yeah. it down a notch. That okay, it's really stopped. easy. To, yeah, yeah. Like how he got his name, Solo. I know, um, that was like, really, really unnecessary. Painful, painful to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, uh, 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 Phoebe Waller-Bridge the, uh, as the robot was like perfect with the, the oh, revolutionary totally. robot and, uh, I even like the side characters I thought were all good I thought the heist or, on the, uh, the, the yeah. train was quite good mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as well um, yep. I thought that was really well done and I think the finale of I mean in, in Han Solo had a proper character arc as yes. well over the yeah. course and of that, that he film. became you could see the Han Solo we know that we got introduced to being formed, right? That's yeah. what that whole, it's an origin story, but it's also a heist movie, you know, it suffers a little from that identity dysphoria uh, a bit, but overall I thought it worked. I enjoyed it. Uh, well, and uh, Woody Harrelson was great in it too. Oh yeah. I thought that was a great piece of casting. And that's another and, bit that was in the news this week is that he might be Matthew McConaughey's half brother. He'll actually be his half brother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Crazy times we're living in. Um. <laughs> I always laugh, though, because, uh, you know, growing up, uh, the folks, you know, they were big fans of Cheers for some reason, though they didn't drink. They loved the show for some reason. But right. uh, they, they liked Woody Harrelson's character, but they couldn't like Woody Harrelson because his, you know, my law and order folks, because his dad apparently had killed a, a Texas Ranger or U.S. Marshal or something. Right, in right. Texas, yeah, there's some thing like that in the backlog that uh, prevented them from embracing him as a 
I'm like, you know, he didn't do it right. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's a funny thing with Woody Harrelson because as, as the way he was in cheers, he is not just as his character, but physically he's very different from the way he appears in the films. Cause I think the, the first big movie that he was in was natural born killers, right. which was such, such a leap from, you know, the quite character. A, quite a change. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. Anyway. Uh, what else do we have in the news? Uh, oh, well, I mean, you'd want to talk TV news and trailers stuff and yep. you know, tip our hat to the Star Wars episode, which will be next for uh, us. It's the Ahsoka trailer. Ooh, right. boy. I have nothing bad to say about that trailer. I that... just, everything I wanted to see, I saw, you know, there done well. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. plus, plus more, right? Oh, it, it, it was so good. It was the tone as well. Um, and I think that scene that we saw with, uh, you know, Ahsoka and Sabine, where where Sabine's got the long hair, mm-hmm. I think that is a different time frame to what we saw in Rebels. Because in Rebels, she does have short hair. She had the super short hair right at and the pe- end of people, Rebels. Yeah, people were really kind of complaining about it, going, no, 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 Ahsoka's supposed to have the white cloak and all that. And I'm like, no, 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 but, no. I think no, time I, has moved on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What the God? And that's yeah. the thing, you know. And this is another thing that brings me up. It it, it it happens a lot, but a lot with Star Wars anymore is, you know, people just fishing for headlines. You know, Star Wars fans are outraged. They're like, no, no, I'm outraged that you would lump everyone together. Those yeah. of us in with these like hyper reactionary idiots. Well, this that... is the thing. Not everything <laughs> has to be for everyone. You know, I mean, there's exactly. so much Star Wars. Um, it can and, be you know, exactly. Like they they released a trailer for uh, a series I can't even remember its name because I'm so disinterested in it because it's meant for kids right, right. Um, and and fine great <laughs> you know yeah. okay you know I think the kids would probably want the uh, proper stuff anyhow because I remember being patronized that way when when we were kids like yeah here as long you as go giving them better stuff yeah yeah oh. exactly because they used yeah. to be here have oh. droids oh here have Ewoks this is for oh, you kids and you they were terrible they and it was even, like, like and they were awful yeah they were like, awful it wasn't, it wasn't just bad selection of you know sub <laughs> sub characters these were just terribly done shows like Ewok adventures droids they're awful shows yeah no just, absolutely regardless terrible. of Star Wars they are bad shows badly crafted bad stories yeah. everything um and they thought that's that's what you know because as executives in that time quite they're a bit better now we're quite patronizing toward kids you know oh we can do yeah. it for half the price because it's for yeah. kids and that's not the way things are approached nowadays you know yeah. um yeah and actually that's that's another bit of movie news well that's what the vaguely walks are anyway but <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas special, um, which oh, gave us Boba Fett. Well, there you go. <laughs> it also gave us so many nightmares. Yeah. When you're eight years old, you're like, what yeah. is this crap at the TV? <laughs> this is Why? stupid. Who did Why? this? <laughs> like, I'm eight years old and I know this is garbage. Who greenlit this? You know. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> uh, actually, other, another bit of movie news that's sort of tied to Star Wars is Giancarlo Esposito is confirmed to be in Maxine, Ty West's conclusion I to his that. Yeah. Um, of course, he's been in The Mandalorian this week as we uh, went through the penultimate episode. Uh, big, big, in, big reveal for him in the. Oh, yeah. In this week, they finally. I mean, like, oh, that's. That's what he's up to. 
I mean, the frustrating thing that I found about this week's episode was as as it it felt like it finally started getting moving, which <laughs> was kind of annoyed me a little bit. Uh, it's like you could do all this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? This has all been there <laughs> all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else we? got uh ridley scott's napoleon has a release date for november um not had a great track record over the recent releases but we'll see because i know it's a like long-term project for him so hopefully well, yeah long-term passion project and you know back way back when the duelist was set during that time and that was cool yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah fingers crossed yeah, yeah. Some, something mm-hmm. decent comes out of that um and uh oh yeah so we got indiana jones and the dial of destiny is going to be uh premiering at Cannes. um and we also had news this week that its director is going to be making a star wars movie right and, uh, yeah the, the 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 new star wars movies that'll be coming out yeah yeah this is um this is the i think his is going to be the one around the first jedi and he wanted to do it in a period where he wasn't going to be beholden to anything in the star wars universe you know having to make it Mm -hmm. you know yeah align to everything else that was there Um, until he makes this then everybody will have to make a line to it but you know yeah good for him Oh, and a uh, Scott Pilgrim anime series is coming yes. out soon with the uh, entire original a cast. full original cast, yes. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that because I thought that, I love that movie. I thought it was light years ahead of its time. Uh, I think it still is. Uh, it still holds up. And we got a Star Wars connection there, too. Uh, we do now. That's true. Well, we do now, yeah. <laughs> Mary and Elizabeth a, uh, as well as a Barbie movie connection. Oh, <laughs> Michael Cena. Oh yeah. Oh as, my uh, God! Wow. As as Ken's friend Larry or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's. I mean, again, I, I still look at that. You know, and, you know, they released the newer trailer recently for that, and it just looks like a hoot. But I mean, it's you know Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. I mean. So, you know, it's not idiots doing this. It's not, you know, Super Mario Brothers yeah. <laughs> or some crap like that. It's it's and, something and a bit more. That teaser they did, uh, the 2001 oh, teaser, was, uh-huh. was fantastic. I, I that, that That brought me in, and I was is definitely not interested <laughs> until not, I'd seen that. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, the other, uh, other one coming up with the... Uh, the rush for uh, more Dracula stories. I don't know why, but you know, Renfield's mm. hitting theaters now with Nicholas yep. Cage and Nicholas Holt. Uh, but uh, the uh, tale of the Demeter. Oh, for, uh, uh, oh, the, the voyage, yes. Dracula's voyage from Romania to England. Right. And, how, and, and that, that's part of the story. That's just, you know, I, I always, I always love that in the original Dracula story, right? Because it's like, it's like, oh, clearly everything went wrong in yeah. that trip. But they're like, but, you know, <laughs> this is just to build the mystique of Dracula and the power and, and, and the horror and such, right? But it's like, wow, why didn't anybody do that before? Like, uh, there's a whole thing to tell there. And so the guy behind it did Autopsy of Jane Doe and Troll Hunter, and we mm. are both excellent 
excellent yeah. horror films. Completely agree. Uh, so, um, and the trailer looks good. Uh, also knowing that, you know, probably everybody's going to die. Maybe somebody gets away on a boat, you know, at some point, you <laughs> know, there are kids involved, but Hey, like they're on the table. So what uh, did you ever see the, uh, David Fincher episode from love, death and robots that was set on the ship? I did not. Ooh, man, that, that, that is a highlight that, 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 it's fantastic. I can't remember what season it is. Um, you know, it's all animated, but the style that they did that particular episode oh, nice. and the 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 ending and the morals that end up getting sort of tugged along in, in that episode are really good. Um, I don't. Did you see the terror? Uh, the television series, the first series. No, I have not watched that. That I is worth queue, checking but... out. That is worth checking out. Um, that that was very very good the second series isn't too bad but they just kind of made it completely different you know but mm-hmm. the terror um you know based in with uh, was it sharon hines and right and then the the the, the terror was the, the first series was based on the story of the british exploration ship the terror and the way that it lines up with uh real historical facts works really really well um and uh it's essentially a monster movie but 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 it's quite smart it's good it's got a great cast as well excellent yeah um and then there's been a trailer this week for another wes anderson movie i'm personally getting quite weary of the wes anderson look (laughs) uh, for asteroid city um and given the amazing cast on it, there wasn't very much that hooked me in the trailer. Um, it, no, it was, was more seeing that cast interact. And, yeah. So, and then, you know, just, I mean, I, you know, I've, for me, I've got that particular niche of like 50s, 60s, uh, retro sci-fi sort of thing. And it's got some of that to it. So it, for me, that kind of, that, that pokes that a little bit, but it's still just like, Okay, this is gonna be like it looks like I have to wear sunglasses to watch this movie. Right, it does, doesn't it? Or, or it looks like you're wearing like those blue. <laughs> or sunglasses. you, yeah, you're wearing a visor <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jason Schwartzman is great in it, um, uh, but you don't really get to see much of the the rest of the cast or no. or, or get too much of. A, you get a flavor for the tone of the movie, but you don't really get the story uh, out of it. Um, Although that's fairly typical for. A, I suppose the trailer, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but, but what else we got? Um, oh no, oh no. Uh, well, there, I, there, there is a a sequel coming up as a short for Up, which is called Carl's Date. Um, and then Pixar apparently starting their own channel, or is it what's Pixar's Elemental? Mm, that I don't know. Uh, it sounds like another channel. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, and um, uh, Evil Dead Rise. Has that been released over your way yet? Not yet. It's the end of the month, so another week. Right. I'm not say, seeing or week or anything. Two. You know, aside from YouTube, I've I've not seen any promos for it. But oh, they've, you know, from... they've had uh, a bunch here, uh, festival stuff. and Nice, yeah. Uh, a couple cons and things like that, and the... Uh the early reviews are through the roof 
Yeah, that's what I've seen. I've I've seen pretty so. much a hundred percent on uh, the old Rotten Tomatoes. There, so it's uh, ruddy teas. Ruddy teas. Uh, yeah, again, that's that's just speaking of the new season. The final season of Barry starts this week, and that's where they use that phrase. And... Oh man, there, well, there's another great eight show. And actually, speaking of shows, if we start going on to stuff we've seen um, this week, I started. Uh, what what was it called? Beef. I don't know if Ooh. you've seen the trailer for that. I have. Um, Stephen Yen and uh, yeah, Ali Wong. It's it's really good. I've 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 uh, got two more episodes left. So there's ten episodes in the series. They're quite short. They're they're like like a half hour each, oh, okay. which is unusual. Uh, so it's it's it, the story moves along at a nice clip. Um, tonally, it reminds me a lot of Breaking Bad. Um, really, but but while also feeling like its own thing uh so yeah it's been really good i had a few recommendations this week saying oh you gotta watch this i binged it you know kind of thing it's Mm -hmm. very bingeable when it's a half hour as well you know just like oh just one more it's fine um but yeah very very good excellent yeah i'm uh, was gonna add a thing because i like those actors especially steven ewan so yeah no it's it's a solid story as well um excellent And, uh, you know, it doesn't feel contrived. Well, you know, there is some contrivance because just <laughs> sure. the, the way they've structured the whole thing. But uh, it also feels very real in terms of people trying to be happy, you know, and you've got that a character who's very rich and a character who's who's quite downtrodden. And it's quite interesting. Yeah, I know it's good. I'm, I'm, I'll see how it ties up because, you know, sometimes you get to those the, the finale and it raises it up several several mm-hmm. degrees, doesn't it? Or the exact opposite. So we'll see how that, that turns out. And the Penguin. Yes. The, uh, the, teaser the production trailer. look or whatever. Yeah. 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 We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have mean, from the makers of the Batman. So exactly, I have nothing but, uh, uh, you know, positive, <laughs> positive thoughts for it. And it looks like they're setting it immediately after the events of the film. Yeah. Uh, so oh, is it's, it's not a prequel or anything like that? No. Then okay. No, they great. they show the opening shots and it's Gotham's underwater and you know right. It was at the end of the movie. Nice. Nice. I, I I'm getting a bit weary of some of the Batman prequels. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, did you see it? Tra- I saw a trailer this week for an A twenty, the next A twenty four horror, which is called Talk to Me, which has some buzz around it as well. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer though. I didn't see the. It's okay. I, I actually he, he stopped it halfway through because I, I, I'd seen enough halfway, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I started feeling like, okay, now you're starting to show me probably more than I, I need to see, <laughs> you know. Okay. One of those, one of those things. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. What? So what else have you uh, seen this week? Uh, recently, let's see, being that it's halfway to Halloween. Uh, started oh, God, picking up more. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but picked up a couple there, like the um, they did these crowdsourced uh, horror documentaries on '80s horror. Uh, there's three of them, and called Into the Darkness. Mm-hmm. And the first one was three plus hours. The second one was four plus, and the third one is five plus. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, 
but they uh, so they go through year by year. They kind of pan through uh, what's supposed to be like a video store wall uh, and focus in on a movie and talk about it. But then they also talk to particular actors, directors, and such from the time. Uh, Tom Savini, uh, Cassandra Peterson, or Elvira, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and get like specific things to them. Uh, you know, a little thing on breakout thing on. Uh, uh, Hank Cotter or uh, Linnea Quigley or, you know, some of the more iconic names from there. So it's, it's pretty well done, but yeah, it's long. It's, 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 it's very, very, very long. Uh, But, but, uh, you know, some of the things are kind of going through, it was like, oh yeah, I watched that movie. I never knew what it was. Now I know what it is. Or like, God, I remember this or it's scary how many of these I've seen. So, you know, that's the true horror of it. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. But yeah. the two others uh, watched us in the similar vein, uh, both uh, Shutter originals, uh, and uh, both fairly recent. One very recent, and one a couple years old. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything for Jackson? Anything for Jackson? Is, uh, which is a, an elderly couple. They want to bring back their grandson, so they kidnap this pregnant woman, and they're going to summon a demon to or a gateway to uh, get the spirit of their son to enter the her unborn, almost born, right. Uh, child uh very good surprisingly very good, good. Okay. good. Uh, so the surprising part comes when i looked at this director i'm like huh this is obviously not their first movie they're very capable very confident uh yeah the guy's directed like a boatload of lifetime like christmas and bible movies oh really how interesting like I mean... a boatload of them and it's like <laughs> and then this i'm like oh, okay i guess he gets to finally do what he wants or something and, uh, well shutter really good with that you you can yeah. definitely tell that they're pretty hands-off with you mm-hmm. know once they've signed off on you know the script and concept that the directors have free reign because i've seen such variety in the shutter originals yeah and the other uh shutter original uh and it's a newer is called slashback and it's uh takes place 31 miles south of the arctic circle or the north pole or something like that basically mm-hmm. uh an inuit village way up in the middle of nowhere and it's an alien invasion thing. So it's kind of like Ooh. meet the block meets the thing. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, with the, uh, uh, and it's the Inuit girls. Uh, there's teenage girls group that are at the core oh. of it as well. So uh, oh, it would fit. It'd be a very good companion with Prey, the Predator. Oh, very nice. Uh, movie well, that sounds really good. Year. And it is. It's actually really well done and it's funny and it's... Uh, uh, good gore effects, good monster effects. Some right. of the, you know, clearly it's, uh, you know, dudes in suits uh, doing this, which but is, a couple are supposed great. to be uh, basically like dudes in suits, yeah. uh, kind of without giving too much away. So yeah. it's really well done. Um, a female director, uh, uh, you know, it's in, it's a Canadian production, so they've got all that backing, but the soundtrack's all Inuit uh, and not like, you know, what you you'd stereotypically think of just uh you know something simple like no it's like modern style music um you know all in all in a native language so it embraces Ooh. that fully 100% and that's kind of a theme of the movie okay uh, I'm, as I'm, well so I'm uh, you would you would really enjoy it yeah 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 um one one uh, horror movie i saw this week is a 2022 film um that came up on a few recommendation lists uh, is a film called The Outwaters. Um, I didn't enjoy it. It was one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Um, it, 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 it's funny because 
it, it it's 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 supposed to be found footage, right? And mm-hmm. it is kind of an arty film, right? An arty horror, which that's fine. I'm I'm on board with that. But it comes off as pretentious. I was never convinced it was found footage just because of the artistry and the camera angles. And they tried to explain some of that away with like, no, they're, they, these are pro- professional videographers who are doing this found footage. But it gets it's it's more less and less believable as you go because like at the end when and things really hit the crunch is like, like you would not the, the camera would not be your priority at this stage yeah that's <laughs> you know? always a problem with those right and nothing really happened it's like it, well first of all it's 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 around two hours plus and nothing the, the this this group of four uh people uh two men and two women go out into the desert uh to go film a music video kind of thing and uh you know okay fine it opens up with a 911 call where you know there there there's frantic you know oh my god they're killing us kind of thing and um that sort of sets up the tone but that tone doesn't really return for about 90 minutes and <laughs> it it's it's <laughs> it, it it needed editing down there's probably a decent short film in here mm-hmm. uh and then the the effects as well are very poor um you know like literally rubber snakes on strings kind of poor um <laughs> and incoherent story there is gore uh eventually in the film but it's unnecessary gore right mm-hmm. um and the kind of gore that you would talk about like going Phew, that was a messed up movie because this happened um but you know, there was no entertainment value in it. And I I, I think I, I read a few reviews that were positive on it. And I found the reviews themselves quite pretentious, you know, because I wasn't convinced. I was thinking mm-hmm. if, if if I it felt like a, a graduate a film student who wanted to make something arty and they thought that this was it. Uh, but it was so disappointing, <laughs> really, because they compared it to to things like um Ennis Men that I've seen recently and uh, Skinnamarink. Um, and it is nowhere near either of those films. Um, but yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, also, <laughs> I uh, uh, keep it on the horror thing. I'd watch the, um, the it's apparently the, to be the last installment in the VHS series, which was VHS 99. Oh, well, I've enjoyed those. I've enjoyed uh, I have as well. And uh, again, I've enjoyed them even when they've clearly not, you know, been the best uh, option or uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, best product at the end. But they're still, again, applaud the effort for the most part. Uh, this one held together pretty well. The nice thing is they didn't do any real, I mean, there was a bit of the overarching story, like how all these are kind of connected, some loosely. But from the previous films, they, they just jettisoned that entirely of the, like right. oh there's some cult in a house and you watch these movies and sort of thing that's all gone uh so i was kind of oh. happy to see that in a way but okay. um uh overall the best segment was the final segment and yeah. it was uh which was pretty well done they kept it nice and tight and neat to basically uh which is trying to summon a demon and uh the the guy doing the uh, uh they had allowed this guy and his buddy to come in as the uh uh 
like to document it. They, yeah. They, uh, uh, and uh, they accidentally are the ones that get sent to hell. Oh, and so they're trying right, to find okay. their way back. Um, but it was done by the folks. Uh, it's a husband and wife team. They did. Um, uh, oh, I'm just spacing the name of it. And I didn't write it down. The uh, So it's another Shutter original. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Deadstream. Deadstream. So the guy is about a guy that's a, a live streamer and he screws up and he loses all his sponsors. So he's trying to get him back. So he, I mean, his theme is to do things oh, that scare the hell out yeah. of him. And yeah. So this okay. one is he goes to a haunted house and it's locks a... himself in and, and, you know, takes the spark plugs out of his car and you know, says there's no escape. He makes it so he can't escape, can't run away no matter how scared he is. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually really well done for what it is. It's surprisingly well done. So, uh, that was, uh, so, it, uh, so it, yeah, it one led to the here, other kind of thing. It's Joseph and Vanessa Winter are the couple. And they also had an installment in VHS 99. Yes. Yeah, that was them. Cool. So, uh, 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 yeah, and theirs was like the best out of VHS 99. Theirs was the best segment, I would say. Right. Very nice. Uh, yeah. So it kind of just dovetailed together. Cool. Um, I saw a movie uh, in the past couple of weeks uh, called the Cairo Conspiracy, and um, it's actually a, a Swedish Iranian director. You know, you know those guys. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> it is uh, the story of this this this. Uh, it's almost a coming of age story, um, where you know it's that whole thing when you are going out into the world and you think, wow, I've got all this freedom. And at some point you kind of realize, oh shit, I don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> except this is a little bit more extreme. This is a thriller, um, but also a drama. So uh, this, 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 this kid, he is um, leaving his small village. Uh, his father is a fisherman. They're quite poor, but he ends up getting a scholarship through the local mosque to go to this prestigious university in Cairo, um, which is apparently the um, uh, like like the premier Muslim um, uh, religious university for religious studies, and there is this whole kind of undercurrent of the government wanting to get uh, the new imam uh, because the current imam has has died. Right. And all these groups want to push their own agenda by getting the right person uh, sort of pushed into that. And this poor kid gets dragged into it. But it's really good. I found it really kind of interesting seeing in like a thriller from that perspective mm -hmm. um, yeah. of, you know, um, and, and there, there isn't any sort of Western influence either. It's, it's, it's all within kind of the Muslim world and, and all these different plotting factions um, trying to get, you know, so there are different professors there that are up for the new Imam. Some of them are, are quite um, extreme. Uh, some of them are quite, you know, everything they say, yeah, that makes sense, you know. <laughs> um, but but it is it's a it's a really good movie. It has has a has a nice sort of tie up at the end uh, as well. Excellent. Yeah. And then actually, uh, we got out to the theater for John Wick Four. Now I've got to catch up with the John Wick series, so uh, I'm going to hold my cards up. I I watched the first one, really mm -hmm. enjoyed it, and mm -hmm. I have not watched any of the sequels yet. Um, 
So the second one's okay. Third one gets back on track. Fourth one, this one was uh, fantastic. Right. That's what I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard good things. And apparently, this is this is the the end of of the the series as well. Yes. And it's a good. They they do a good. Uh, good do a good job tidying up, but then also keeping it open. There is a post credit sequence. Uh, right. Okay. A, a very short one in it as well. Uh, it does a couple things. One, uh, well, one thing in particular, it had me uh, clapping like a like a like a toddler <laughs> in excitement at one scene, nice. uh, in particular. Um, <laughs> so so there's that. Uh, but also the inclusion of uh, Donnie Yen uh, into the storyline, which oh. uh, it's just great to see. You know, see him still doing his thing, but also get to see people. You know, obviously, this is probably the first time they've ever seen him in action, right? And uh, you know, he's a he's a joy <laughs> joy to watch anyway. He always has been, and this is just uh, <laughs> uh, another uh, another aspect of it. He's a blind assassin. Uh, That's always and, good. Always, and he's you know, obviously, he's a uh, he's you know, basically forced into. Uh, going after John Wick. He doesn't want to. They're old friends, but uh, but he does, you know, because he's committed to this whole thing. And uh, so there's that, you know, they're they're equals on that as well. And so uh, there's that tension. Uh, the uh, Bill Skarsgård in it. The he's the you know from Barbarian and and mm-hmm. uh, Pennywise and It and all that is uh, fantastic as the villain. Oh, nice. Uh, as the Maquis. Uh, as they call him, right? Okay. Uh, in that, so that one's uh, uh, a nice touch, and uh, yeah, just a lot of nice touches, a lot of good ways to finish it off, a lot of good ways, a lot of you know, broadening out of the characters, and, and um, the final segment, which is probably the last uh, hour uh, of it, forty-five minutes, yeah, uh, all takes place in Paris. So you know, there's a whole this. It's almost uh, they live kind of fight scene, gratuitously long uh, scene of them driving around the Arc de Triomphe uh, <clears throat> and and out of the car and like throwing people into oncoming traffic so they get run over by cars and then you know as a way of <laughs> and it's just it's batshit crazy and then one wow. is a uh, and again you you live there so you would know probably more yeah than, well yeah that, uh, the, the traffic's batshit crazy anyhow <laughs> right <laughs> anyway know. they're they're going to keep driving. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, there's one. There's a super long staircase that goes up to this cathedral. Uh, right. Okay. And, yeah. And he has to go up it, and he only has a certain amount of time. And so it's basically him. There, I mean, it's like a 20 minute segment of him going up and then down and then up and then down, like like trying to make wow. his way to the top. And they're not trying. Then they're trying to prevent him from getting to the top. Um, and I mean, the last weird... action film that I can remember being in Paris was Ronin. Um, yeah, that, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time <laughs> you know. ago. Yeah. Um, there's also elements in there when they when this happens when he's running around Paris of uh, um, very delightfully pulled from the Warriors uh, with the oh, DJ nice. going nice. out. Uh, and there's a few other action movie uh, uh, nods in it as well. It's just it's really well done. It's a good ending of the series, but uh, you know it's it's healthy to watch the other the others as well sure. just because they're good anyway and speaking of new stuff they just released the teaser trailer for the prequel of the continental 
about the, the hotel and there's that Ian McShane the runs. Coming and out. the ballerina. Yeah, they just announced the that one as well. And actually going to the movie news, uh, there's the sad news that Lance Reddick uh, has died. Right. And they, I, I think in, I think they knew. Uh, but they have filmed his making... bits for the ball, for ballerina. Right. So and I think that. for John Wick four, I think they knew. Right. Uh, as okay. well. And of course there's a, a segment, uh, a title card, you know, at the end and nice. memoriam. Uh, as which well. is better than yeah. the Oscars can do for some people. Apparently. Yeah. Which <laughs> again, totally, totally unrelated, but I was watching, uh, uh, I think you should leave the, uh, comedy show on Netflix and they're doing an in memoriam, but uh, they're saying how they died. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep getting worse. It's like 92 years old, throat slashed. Uh, <laughs> you may as well do a little like, like animated gif with each one too. <laughs> right. You're gonna go, you know. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. It's excellent. Totally worth seeing. Also, it's very uh, worth seeing on the big screen. The others, Sure. Were kind of. I mean, I watched all of them on the big screen, uh, but also, you know, subsequently on home viewing. And uh, the this one, out of all of them, is the one to see uh, as big as possible. I don't know about IMAX because nice. it is yeah. available at IMAX. But uh, I, I mean, it's diminishing returns for me. I, I yeah, just, right. Just, like I, I went to go see Dune on a regular two D screen, and then I went to the IMAX to go see it. You know, David Lynch's Dune? Big, bigger. <laughs> well, that would be Couldn't fun. resist. <laughs> that, that would be something. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have wanted to have seen it for the first time in that format. Because um, yeah. it, it can get a bit distracting, you know. Right. Yeah, distracting. That's the best way. I've yeah. only seen a couple of them here and there in IMAX. And it was kind of like, eh, that was it. Okay. Right, right. But... I mean, give me a regular cinema that's got a good sound system, yeah. you know, and I'm, you know, I'm fine, fine with that. Agreed. Yeah. So, right. So, blah, blah, blah. oh, and Sam Raimi has hinted that he would like to do more Evil Dead movies with Bruce Campbell, um, which always <laughs> gets everyone frothing. He just shouldn't say it. Just I don't <laughs> exactly. even want to hear it until it, it it's it's <laughs> happening. Um. <laughs> oh, oh! This is a, just look at my notes. The other one I watched uh, this week uh, that's getting some buzz around is uh, uh, Leonor will never die. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah! I've heard buzz around that as well. Filipino woman, I think. Philipp- yeah, Filipino. Yeah, uh, and uh, the story is just this. Uh, it borders on a bit of this kind of similar storyline or, or setup of something like Everything Everywhere, but this is its own. Right. Uh, this stands on its own, but the idea is it's this woman who was a uh, an action uh, a filmmaker, action filmmaker, uh, many years before, and she's just getting old, getting forgetful. Her son lives with her, but one of her sons uh, is no longer around. But the ghost of him shows up, and everybody can talk to him. Apparently, right. Uh, but she's uh, she gets a traumatic head injury when a TV goes flying out of a window and hits her on the head. So she's in a coma. So she's in. The, she was in the middle of uh, when she gets hit in the head. She was taking a break from writing. She was getting back into it and writing a new story. So she's trying to finish a story, but what it becomes is her kind of wrapping up uh, this whole idea of your life flashing before you and like the important things of her life. And so combining oh. those elements. And so what's real, what's not, how she's able to rewind 
a redo is like, oh, I don't like that scene. Or, you know, somebody will say something or do something. They'll look at her like, uh, you know, like, like the character looking at the animator, like, what am I supposed to do now? And she's like stuck. And, you know, it goes through that. So like one, he just starts dancing. He just right. starts dancing around because there's nothing else to do. Um, it's And then the end, they're like, and it's the filmmaker in there talking about, should we end it here or should there be something more? And they're like, well, I don't know. You know, like if we do, like, she's like, okay, well, if it is, then you're going to get a phone call right now. And the guy's phone buzzes. She's like, okay, I guess we're doing something more. You know, they cram this in as well. So right. it's very, uh, again, very confident in its freedom to not be tied down to basically anything. But again, the story is not, the story is very linear. It's very easy to follow. Um, but it is, you know, uh, kind of a scattered thing, but not because mm. she's, uh, it, it's mostly told through the main character, Leonore, this, uh, fantastic performance from this older actress, um, uh, her perspective and it's her story. And so, uh, the fact that she was writing a story, a film story, yeah. uh, you know, it follows that, oh, nice. uh, contrivance as well. So it, 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 it uses a piggybacks on just the regular, typical uh, you know basic schlocky b-movie action uh structure uh but then uh you know is able to mine a lot more depths and then and then end on a really beautiful note like in a really beautiful way they really make it into something they're like yeah like oh Oh, so you can do whatever we want yeah you've seen the fall right okay i did i got to watch it so i don't think it's been released over here yet or i i've not seen it i i Um, i found a way to watch it let's put it that way yeah oh yeah Uh, I, I, i might have to find a way Yes, um, <laughs> yes, it's because it's worth it. I think you'd really enjoy it. Cool. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, what was the one uh, Bon Me and his past lives, or what was the? Oh, Uncle Boon Me and his past lives. Yeah, yeah. So there's some Who of that. Who can recall his past lives? Who right? can okay. recall his past lives? Yes. Yeah, uh, kind of a. Uh, that's what I c- kept feeling when I was watching this, but it's far more uh, fluid, fun, kind of having oh. fun with itself. Uh, there's a lot looser. Oh, I'm gonna have to check to that it out. again. A female director uh writer director as well uh who apparently had to sell her car to f- to finish paying for production oh man right uh <laughs> and everything and then nobody would touch her and then now she's like toast of the festival circuit and oh amazing uh, yeah it's, it's like a really good you know turnaround one of those good turnaround stories like i need clear, to watch clear that she knows what movies. she's doing and very talented but yeah. uh uh yeah this one is i mean the movie's not for everybody it's not like oh you know little old lady movie yeah. and isn't it funny it's like well no right. It's more than that, but it's also, you got to have an appreciation of, at some level for, um, well, lack of a better term, indigenous cinema, you know, yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, Philippines churns out, has churned out tons of crap over the yep. years, but I mean, but they love it. Uh, you know, <laughs> their needs are, they're filmically are very simple, you know, just a, a yeah. simple, good, good, just a good guy story. Good guy will probably die, but they'll do the right thing. And, you know, that's it. That's yeah. it. And, uh, I mean, nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's just, it, it, again, it's kind of like, I think it's their version of what we, uh, kind of disdainfully toss off for like the, like I mentioned before, the Hallmark or Lifetime, uh, yeah. channel movies, you know, where it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's just a right. pattern. It's the same thing. Right. Yeah. It's a you see one, pattern. you've seen them all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you see the, um, trailer by the way, this week from, um, for True Detective Night Country? I did, and actually, I skipped the third season because the second season of that show yeah. was so disappointing. Yeah, uh, and I heard the third season was very good. Uh, but, uh, but this looks very good. I mean, the synopsis sounds great. 
um, yeah, long winter. Uh, 30 six days a night. Operating at an Arctic research station, <laughs> vanished without a trace. You I said vampires. Got, I, like, we've seen that. It's, it's 30 Foster. days a night. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery solved. Done. We're vampires. You'll be fine. Get Josh Hartnett in. You'll be fine. He'll, he'll sacrifice himself and you'll be good. But uh, it's funny because we were talking about sort of the, the Philippine stories as well is uh, today. I'm just going to look at my shelf here. Go into other media. Um, uh, what is it called? Let me look it up here. Um is a manga that I was reading today. It's a horror manga, and it is called um, the blah, 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 the drifting That's a terrible Class- title. The drifting oh. classroom, <laughs> and and the whole premise is basically um, that there's this school. It's uh, you know a grade school, and one morning. Um, disappears there's a hole in the ground where the school is and uh we see it from the perspective of what as well of the students are in the school that ends up being uh dropped in this weird wasteland and the whole story is kind of it, it made it made me think of the mist you know when they're mm-hmm. all in the store um because they're not in the right place. Something's going on, but it gets more complicated than I expected. Uh, Cause I knew it was older. Um, it was actually written in 1974 and it has twists and turns and dark themes in there that Western media still to this day hasn't, <laughs> hasn't been able to sort of pick up because uh, it would make a great television series if it weren't for all like the children dying, <laughs> which I think might sort of put off a lot of people, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. It's kind of like Lord of the flies, the mist with, with more in there, because that's what I, I, I thought is like, okay, I know where this is going kind of thing. And then I was like, no, I really don't. Um, you know, the whole survival thing of like, how much food do we have in the school? Uh, you know, it's just a wasteland all around. What is out there? But then things start to get more complicated, uh, including, um, you know, a way to kind of communicate back to the proper world as well. Uh, and it's really... And, all sort of time fluctuation stuff going on as well. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. So that was, I read the first volume today. I've ordered the two other volumes uh, so I can finish it. But yeah, I mean, in, in some of these other countries have done things for a long time that still haven't made it through to mainstream stream media on our side, you know, hmm. I think that's probably like why the Korean uh, and Japanese stuff ends up getting so much traction because it feels yeah. really fresh but i think maybe to people there it probably doesn't feel as fresh might be wrong but yeah exactly tired to them but new for us so. yeah yeah which is fine because yeah. hey <laughs> we don't get to see it otherwise right and uh yeah i mean i mean i i mean that I, I I still I'm trying to get the bad taste of the Outwaters <laughs> out of my head. Um, so uh, what else I watched this week? So I through the free tickets that I get uh, with my cinema membership. I went to go see Kieslowski's Three Colors trilogy, which uh, was remastered and mm-hmm. still great, still terrific, um, still really good good trilogy of movies there. And I also went to see. Uh, Mia loves um, 
One Fine Morning, which is a very French movie, but it was actually a French movie that I could kind of, that didn't annoy me. Uh, it's got Leia Sedu in it, and it is pretty much just about relationships, but it kept me, you know, invested through the whole film, which is something because I hate those French movies that do that because <laughs> they feel like it's almost a pantomime of like the classic movies and it doesn't really bring anything new to the table um whereas i think this one did so yeah there you go Excellent. uh yeah anything else you've seen this week anything that sort of jumps out at you <sighs> nothing to really stand out we finished off you know like a show like ozark we finally finished that off and so see that's another one i need to finish now but... because as i know i need to sit down and watch the whole thing uh, right. you know a series in one you mm-hmm. know. i've watched the first three series so well and it's and like it was good but you know there's some problems i have with it you know much beyond you know that's where my family's from so the, some of the accents are like really that's supposed to be a missouri okay right that's supposed to be you no know, okay whatever i'm gonna let it pass it's hollywood <laughs> they don't know what they're doing um but uh yeah, yeah some of those things too but it actually kind of works more so than like like uh tried watching through sons of anarchy had a hard time with it because they were like the dumbest gang on the planet like how <laughs> they should be gone a hundred times over yet somehow something happens and they're still alive and still able to and like no come on yeah. so that's what some of this is uh and those are they were like really the, but their motivations and and why they succeed you know it's more like a testament to like uh you know affluent white family uh, has a right. better chance of making it through than right. anyone else. It's like, okay, that that's fair. And and their motivations for when they do stuff behind each other's backs or to each other or something like that is very uh, organic to the story, a very intrinsic uh, right. to the dynamic, family dynamic and such too. So it kind of works, but some of it, you know, at some point you're just like, there is no way they could, you know, they would not pull this off. They, 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 this, they're like the luckiest family on earth. Uh, to, to, to make <laughs> I dropped it out of the first people. series. I, I, yeah. I um yeah it didn't it didn't didn't really sort of grab me. It's um, it's well done. Uh uh you know the the especially some of the roles you know like especially the women. Yeah. Uh, Laura Linney and uh oh, Ruth was a Garner Julia Garner. Right. Uh, I kept wanting to call her Jennifer Garner. I'm like nope that's a different actress. Uh, very uh, different. She uh, they're both very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh just consistently, and they get the most. Um, like or I think they really get the most to do uh, as well in terms of character development and arcs and that sort of thing. So uh, at least that was refreshing, but, uh, but yeah, and it's all also shot. Everything's like blue. I don't know why Ozark, everything is blue. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. They're, I, they're, I don't, they're... I don't understand that either, but okay, whatever. Um, it, we're going to move on. Visors, you know, <laughs> that's right. It's just a, yeah. It's the anti Wes Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually if you overlaid them both you'd probably get a get something good <laughs> something neat would come happen oh yeah so uh and you mentioned this week um that upcoming pedro almodovar short strange way of life with pedro pascal and yeah Ethan Hawk. yeah strange which, way of uh, life right it's i think like... that's coming to movie which i've got a subscription for it's really cheap oh, nice. over here movie it's 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 like five bucks a month uh oh, nice. but you know and every now and again there's like a 
like a decent big movie on there, but most of it is kind of well-respected art house kind of stuff, international okay. movies and all this. But uh, it's been good for me to kind of catch up on all this stuff. Um, nice. But yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Pedro Pascal, though, is just is probably the most watchable person uh, that we've got <laughs> right. on their screens at the moment. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, and Mia Goth is going to be in uh, Marvel's Blade. In the new Blade movie, yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is perfect. <laughs> and, uh, oh, the the dude, uh, and I forget his character's name from The Expanse. Uh, the badass guy from The Expanse is going to be uh, uh, Theron's second in command in Ahsoka. Uh, as well, oh, I saw that pronounced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, cool. Got the Ahsoka series though. I I got such high hopes for that one, uh, oh, just because I mean, for one, Dave Filoni, if you've given him a hundred percent control over anything, because he's he's he probably hasn't had much time to, you know, do as much as he'd like in all the series, because he right. is yet but one man, and he's been focusing on Ahsoka. <laughs> so um, yeah. Oh, and then then also then the news that. All these uh, series, uh, The Mandalorian, Boba mm-hmm. Fett, Ahsoka, and all that is going to conclude in his first feature film. He's going to do them maybe. all in one movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if it turns into one. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I imagine it's going to be the the end of the Thrawn, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Explain, uh, story. basically, the, yeah, where Thrawn goes and how the First Order comes to power. Yeah. Which will then lay into the, because they've announced the other movies with, or at least one other movie with um, Daisy Ridley returning uh, as Rey, uh, like 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker. Starting up the sort of Jedi Order again, basically. Exactly, but this new version of it, you know. But one would hope that in there, we've got room for Grogu um and uh ahsoka maybe if she survives that long Ahsoka, yeah uh, there's some characters out there that are like uh you know some some good ones like that like uh uh yeah them uh cal Kestis from the oh, fallen order that's um, a that new, that new game comes out end of this month and and he is meant to be making a live action debut with the same actor yes. who did the voice as well mm-hmm. e- ezra bridger and ezra He'll... that's what i was thinking of yeah ezra would be He'll... the other one to He'll be back at some point. Um, and uh, uh, Omega? Ooh, a bit of a mystery. Uh, we've, we've got that one we more know. series. We yeah. don't know how that's going to end. It's going to happen to her. But but I, I would hope, I mean, in the films where you probably need to get the most concentration and thought going into it has to always be whatever is latest in the timeline, right? Right, because it's going to affect everything that's come before, and yeah, well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. I can't remember who the the writer is on it. Um, Hopefully, uh, just keeping J.J. Abrams far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I mean, people should have learned by that point. <laughs> like, look um, at the look at the acrobatics Dave Filoni and John Favreau are having to do to fix your fucking mess. You know, oh, I'm trying to find the movie. Also, I also want to see. Just, I would pay to see Ryan Johnson just punch him in the face. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, Ryan Johnson is 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 established himself as a as a fantastic director. So the yeah. screenwriter okay. of, of that new one is um, 
uh, Stephen Knight, who I don't know if oh, you've seen right. a movie called it Lock. Um, one of my favorite movies, and it's with Tom Hardy. He's basically uh, this kind of construction uh, manager, sort of builder, um, and he's basically just driving his car. It's just him. It's a solo okay. movie. Yeah, that's so when he's in the car. Yeah. And but 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 that was really really well written, right? And and just with someone in a car having a conversation with people on the phone, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. And he's done quite a bit of Peaky Blinders as well. Yeah, that's right, um, Peaky Blinders. And uh, yeah, a f- few other bits. So I'm hopeful for that one because you know someone who's who's who, who knows to tell how to tell a decent story. Now the director um, is uh, can't since it doesn't have a name, it's hard to find this information, uh, is the woman who directed the Miss Marvel series. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting pairing that. <laughs> um, it kind of depends on on what sort of tone that they're going for. But yeah, I'm on board for that. I mean, there are a lot of people, uh, you know, from the more uh, poisonous part of the Star Wars community who felt that there shouldn't be another Ray movie. But again, it's like, you know, I you sort of complain about uh, the characters not being developed enough in the last trilogy, which is completely true. And now they're trying to sort of remedy that. So, you know, you know, at least there's a chance that they might do it. I mean, look what they did with the prequels with the Clone Wars, right? Right, exactly. Cool. Uh, Stephen yeah. Wright also did the uh, SAS Rogue Heroes series uh, what, that came what out was last that? year. Uh, the SAS Rogue Heroes oh okay which was very good oh i Uh, I haven't haven't seen that one and uh also behind the uh with ridley scott that show taboo the basically let tom hardy chew all scenery and people uh show that's supposed to be getting another season well this tom hardy would be great (laughs) as a jedi can you imagine um just yeah they haven't had like a that level of actor <laughs> really yeah, I mean, that... Christopher Lee. Yeah. Okay. But he's not going to chew scenery. He's going to yeah. do his job and he's going to do it, you know, do it well mannered, not, not Tom Hardy level of crazy. And... Uh, basically you could, if you had a scene with him and, and Forrest Whitaker, then you'd have a hard time having anybody. Survive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, saw Guerrera, come on. Oh man. After uh, the events of Bad Batch, there were a lot of people who were, no longer fans of soccer. <laughs> yeah, well, they get it, right? That's what they've always said. He was like, well, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's a loose cannon entirely. Yeah. Cool. Well, we've just gone over the hour. Um, that kind of chaotic episode. That's right. <laughs> it was okay. Style of the times we live in. Chaotic. I think we brought people up to speed on all kinds of stuff. So all kinds of yeah. That's not a bad uh, not a bad way to approach every so often. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. So just, uh, I suppose, another thing to let listeners know is that we'll be going on to a roughly kind of monthly interval as we go into the summer and we kind of want to enjoy ourselves outside and uh, we'll kind of reevaluate when we get to the autumn, uh, maybe move to uh, more regular again, uh, especially when our equipment doesn't fight with us. Um, so.
tell you something he's gonna understand. Two Oceans.